Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Caroline Stanbury, star of The Real Housewives of Dubai. I'm remarried and living my best life ever. See, there's so much life after divorce. I'm starting my new chapter unapologetically. I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said between each other, society, the sheets, and everything in the middle. And lucky me, you'll be joining me on the journey. Listen to all new episodes every Wednesday. So buckle up. Okay, so welcome back to another episode of Divorce Not Dead. And I wanted to do my takeaways for 2022 and a year end recap because it's just been the craziest year of my life, really. I got newly married. The TV show started airing. I traveled nonstop around new countries, new cultures, explored new places, and I'm building a house. And I also did IVF and froze an embryo with Sergio. So it's been kind of nuts. And I don't know what my takeaways are exactly from all of this, except I chose to do all the most stressful things at the same time, but I'm still here somehow. And, you know, changed my business. My business is pivoting all the time. And I think that's so is my life. And I think that's one of the takeaways of the year I wanted to tell all of you is just with a world that's so changing all the time that you can never really get comfortable, can you? Because just as you sort of slide into something where you think it's going your way, life has a really funny way of putting some giant obstacle in your way that you have to work out how the fuck to get around it. So I don't know. I'm enlightening myself as I kind of do this. I mean, I you know that I'm really into my vision boards, so I sort of update those a lot. And I just updated one actually last week. It's really crazy. And three things have already happened, which is nuts. So I'm really excited about that. And I can't keep stressing enough. Keep making your vision boards, keep crossing them off, keep looking at them and keep keep being positive. No matter what, when people get, and there's a lot of, you know, dysfunctional, horrible people that like to put their shit on your door. Remember who you are. And actually a good friend of mine reminded me the other day, it doesn't matter what people say about you because the people that know you know you. And that is actually the truth. It's hard to remember sometimes because, you know, we all have self-doubt and we all worry that what other people think, you know, mud sticks, but it doesn't. It doesn't, not to good people. And you can see who good people are inside and out. So my top three highlights and moments from this year and why, well, obviously... I would say my wedding. Why? Because, well, I don't know. It was bizarre because it was probably the one thing I was in one way dreading because I think weddings make everyone anxious. It brings out the best in people and it brings out the worst in people because, you know, weddings become about other people rather than yourselves. I was really, really keen. I think my first wedding, I had a thousand people, which is not to say it wasn't amazing. It was absolutely amazing, but it wasn't my dream wedding. It was everybody else's dream wedding. And I think, you know, I think if I was, I was bridezilla back then. I mean, I remember crying over like 
knowing that there were 20 courses for dinner or whatever it was. It wasn't 20 courses, but you know what I mean? And I just wanted three. And, you know, it was this huge thing. And I knew probably what out of a thousand people, I probably knew 200 of them. So I think going into this one, I just was really, really, really adamant about what I wanted and less adamant about poor Sergio and his needs. Anyway, somehow, again, it all worked out because we were sort of rowing about what size to do wedding. I wanted sort of 80, 90 people. He wanted, you know, 150 or something. And actually we got around 120, which was great. But actually I really, really wanted a beach wedding, no shoes and, you know, six of us, which he said was impossible. It's his first wedding and his family has to come. Obviously everybody has to fly in. And we ended up getting that by mistake in the Mauritius. And God has a way of putting it in your path. Because two weeks before we found out we couldn't get married in Dubai, you know, with me being Jewish, him being Catholic, me being divorced. I mean, so many reasons. So we ended up on a beach with six friends with no shoes. And God really did put it in our way. I believe that what is meant to be yours is going to be yours. And I think that's what I was saying about people trying to trip you up and all of these things. So I've learned that along the way. I've also think one of my top moments was, well, obviously the wedding and just, yes, solidifying my relationship with Sergio and showing the world that, you know, we are for real and we are here to stay. And it's not just me in the middle of my midlife crisis, which I may or may not be. That's for you guys to decide, not me. I feel quite happy. And then I think another highlight was obviously, well, going back to reality TV and everyone's reaction to me and, you know, filming and being back in that sort of Bravo family that I'd been out of for six, six or seven years now. I always thought I would come back to TV. I wasn't sure how it was going to be. And I think this first season was a big learning curve again for me. It doesn't matter how much experience you have. Every I always say this, it's completely different. I have a different set of castmates. I have a different set of friends. I'm in a different life. You can never be fully prepared for what's about to happen to you. And also I was getting married, doing IVF. So my hormones were all over the place. I probably wasn't equipped to make the relationships that I should have made on the show. And as we go into, you know, hopefully get to film a season two and you guys enjoy it and all of this, you know, everything will evolve more. And I think you're going to see some powerful changes. But that was a big, you know, thing to live with people in my house again. I think each girl got 15 crew. And, you know, you make these amazing friendships and bonds with people when you're filming reality TV. And it's quite, it's quite a weird thing. And then also to watch your reactions on it, you know, for me afterwards. I mean, Sergio and I have been completely overwhelmed. I think that at the beginning, obviously, when you start watching our story, a lot of distrust and a lot of like, what the fuck are they doing comes out. But by the end of the series, we really felt the love and feel like so many people are behind us and understand who we are and what we're trying to achieve. So I'm really, really happy. And I think going to America and going to BravoCon and seeing the love for us there was just completely overwhelming and so exciting and, you know, really understood that I was on the right path. So that's number two. And number three, I think is, you know, obviously going into the new house and the build and, you know, it's so exciting. I think it's the first real home that Sergio and I have owned together, obviously. And, you know, seeing how he supports me and how we work things out and like, you know, paying for things together. It's really, really exciting because I think before when I was just renting a house and, you know, it wasn't really Sergio's, was it? He moved into 
already made family. And as much as he can put his things down and feel like, you know, we live together, I think he really needed this to feel and cement himself as part of the family and like contributing and, you know, to, to put his mark into his family now. So that was a huge highlight as well. And just seeing the house grow and it's, we should be moving in in two months, people. I mean, who knows, but right now we're very excited. The top three lessons I've learned this year that I'd like to share with you. Well, I think I just shared one of them, which was don't let other people define your days or define your mood. And it's something that it's taken me quite a long time to do because other people's shit that they want to project on you is not your shit. And it it can go from anything. It can go from people distrusting my relationship with Sergio because they don't have the relationship I have. That's, you know, but each relationship is different. That doesn't make yours better than mine and mine better than yours. It's we're just individuals. Some parts of my relationship may look, you know, more amazing than yours to you and other bits of my, your relationship may look great to me, you know, like who knows? So I think that's important. I also think it's important that if people don't like you and, you know, have decided, and I mean, I'm in a bit where I'm in a, in a place where, you know, I've opened myself up for everybody to judge you in different ways. And I've learned, look, you know, the ones that don't like you have, will always find a reason not to like you. And, you know, genuinely, you know, you can always break them down by sort of asking them why or whatever else. But like, I've, I've also learned as you get older, less and less people do you need. And as I said, the ones that really know you, my friends have been around me years and years and years. I just went to a bat mitzvah in uh, Monaco. I wasn't going to go. And they called me and said, you have to come just because I've been doing the house. And that's just been an incredibly ridiculously spent expensive year. I went and I was just like, old is gold. You know, your old friends are just always there. And I had a wonderful time. And the people that will be there for the rest of my life will be there. And the ones that come and go, you know, let them flow as as far as I'm concerned. And I think that's another thing. That's the last lesson I've learned, which is to let things flow. It's okay. Just breathe through it. You know, when you really want the job or you really want something to happen your way and you can't get it, you just have to accept it. And once you've done acceptance, it generally the right door opens. Nothing really totally goes to shit, but the right bits flow to you. You know, you can't force people to give you things that you think you're entitled to. And I've definitely learned that this year. And nor do I want to. It's okay. You, you know, I believe that other people, you know, if you believe you're entitled to something and someone else doesn't, you know, the right amount comes to you. Because otherwise you'll live in this constant state of what if or this constant state of I should have had, you know, and actually people, when you're just working out about money or businesses or this and that, you know, your life can't be relaxed and fruitful. People that want to see the bad in you don't want to give you things, will always see the bad in you and don't want to give them things. And it's genuinely in their own cold hearts. Let those people sit in it because it's the poison they swallow themselves. And you just live your life and living your life to the way that, you know, is authentic and kind and, you know, that has good intention, you'll always get good things back. And I really believe that. And that is my biggest lesson this year. Let go. Let go of the things you can't control. The biggest challenge of 2022 
I think was trying to make a baby with Sergio probably when an embryo with Sergio. So we obviously, Sergio is now 28. I am now 46. And I don't have, I guess, a lot of time left to do this. Sergio has been amazing. He said that it's not a deal breaker if for whatever reason I can't get pregnant along the way or it doesn't work because he has my family. But obviously Sergio's a young guy. He does and deserve a baby and it's a big thing for him like everywhere we go now Sergio sees babies so I you know I know he wants one we have a little boy on ice but only one egg and you know I think that I should probably have one more I did try to do another round I got like 15 eggs but then none of them were healthy or viable I think that was more my fault I we had so many people here I kept pushing through to do it I took the medications wrong and all of that rubbish so I just wasn't the right time I'm now looking at it again. I don't want to do it if I'm filming season two. So I, you know, I wanted to wait because I was on hormones season one. I do feel like I need to take this on like, you know, a job and not be all over the place. So I'd like to do it probably next year and try and get one more embryo if we can. And a little girl's what he'd really like to do. And, you know, that really is been the biggest challenge because it's something, you know, I'm so used to controlling every aspect of my life and kind of being able to get what I need or want. And this time it's not working. So I guess, you know, like everyone, everybody, everybody has their cross to bear, I suppose. But I do have three beautiful children already. And Sergio has a beautiful family with me. And, you know, again, I can't force a situation. I am the age I am. Sergio met me at the age I am. And we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But we do have one on ice and we are going to try again next year. And I think the way we tackle it is I tackle it like that, you know, and so has he. He's never made me feel bad. He doesn't make me feel like it's the end of the world. You know, he doesn't make me feel old. He it's just something obviously he would like to achieve in his life. If it's not possible, it's not possible. I don't know. I tackle it with all the grace and wisdom that I can whilst taking into account what Sergio will need and does need going forward. Three biggest accomplishments this year of 2022. Well, definitely this podcast. I think when I hit three million downloads, that was massive for me. I, I can't thank you all enough. Really, it was total shock because I started this podcast by accident. I was just playing around with Chris Fade, as you all know, over here in Dubai. It's I don't know if how, how ready Dubai was for me as a podcaster. And then I decided to go alone just because I wanted to do some bit more sort of female focused topics, I suppose, that Chris maybe couldn't do with the Middle East backing he has here and his normal job here, which I completely understand. And I fell into this. And so to know that so many of you are listening so actively, and I know that these your favorite episodes, the ones where I talk by myself, which is even more meaningful because I was, you know, at the beginning, you're obviously you're just clambering for all these big stars to come on and help you and push you. And to know that you guys just like to listen to me whittle on and I don't even hear myself. So I'm super proud of myself. I do sort of give myself a pat on the back. I'm really happy with it. It's growing and growing. In fact, the last few months I had the highest engagement rate I've ever had. And that's all down to you guys, obviously, and that you don't switch off and that you're really listening to me. So I'm so glad that my, you know, observations of life are helping you all out there. I mean, I do want to go further in this field and I do want to do some sort of like online courses and like I want to get to know my listeners better. And I know that so many of you have questions and I know I'm not, I'm not obviously not qualified to answer them, but I'm qualified as in like this thing called life. I mean, I've done it. So 
that's all I can do is give you my best opinions on things. But this has really been a magical journey because as much as it's helped me just being able to talk, I'm so happy it's helped all of you. So thank you for really supporting me in this journey. And I don't intend on stopping it any time soon. I've also written a chapter of my book and that's gone out. To, so I hopefully, hopefully that was one of my biggest challenges this year, especially as we've been so busy to get that done and to get that out to publishers. I don't know anything yet. So, but hopefully if I do get to get my books to the shelf, you guys will enjoy it and enjoy, you know, some of my knowledge and some of my journey with me. And I hope that by me being transparent, that you guys can, you know, get some peace because I think that we are just on this thing of just always trying to please other people. And I want, I mean, I want to tell you to live for you and not for others. So hopefully, you know, my book is a great success and I can get it to the shelves. Who knows? But that was a huge challenge because between filming, moving house, doing babies, having, you know, a new relationship, my kids, co-parenting and doing a book, which was, I just want to say the, the girl that helped me write this book was amazing because, you know, we had to spend a lot of time talking and talking to each other and sort of bouncing ideas and getting this right so that it can come to life. It's just, it, it wasn't easy to get the times, but different time zones, the travel I've been doing, it's been crazy. So I really, really hope that this comes out and is, you know, as amazing as I think it might be. And then I guess getting back onto Bravo. So, you know, when I, when I left Bravo, I didn't see myself coming back to reality TV. And it's funny, I always equate reality TV to like giving birth because when you're in it, you're like, oh my God, I never want to do this again. And when you're out of it, you're like, oh, I miss it. So it took me a few years to sort of get back. And I think it was in my own personal thing too. I wasn't happy at the end of my marriage. I was moving country. I didn't know, you know, whether I wanted to just be, you know, I'd lost my business. So I didn't know if I wanted to be a stay at home mom. I was finding myself. So I think putting all that on reality TV as well just wasn't the right timing for me. So it was just a good time for me to take a step back. And now that I've come through the worst and sort of reinvented myself the way I want to be or want my next chapter to be, I think it's a really interesting way for me to come back and reintroduce myself and my family to the world. And I really hope that I've done myself justice and that I will do myself justice and that you guys will slowly, as I said, you know, reality TV is a marathon. It's not a race. And, you know, the little bits that you saw from season one will go on and you'll really see who I am going on through the years and who my family are. So I'm really proud of myself for having the balls to come back and do this, because let me tell you, it ain't easy. It ain't easy for, to put yourself out there like this. Let's take a quick break. Doesn't it seem like everyone today is quitting at the moment, turning to their side hustle into their day job? The all-in-one commerce platform Shopify makes it easy to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether your thing is a vintage tea or recipes for cheese, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of your favorite businesses worldwide. I've just discovered it for all my merch as well, which was so popular when I was in the States. So I'm now about to use Shopify to ship it to all my favorite people out there. With Shopify, you'll create an online store in your vibe, discover your new customers and grow following that keeps them coming back. Shopify has the sales channel sorted so your business keeps growing from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform. 
even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free libraries full of educational content, Shopify's got you every step of the way. It's how every minute new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify, and you will too. Shopify makes selling so simple you can put yourself and your ideas out there. Whether your thing is making ebooks or earrings, Shopify makes your success possible. When you're ready to launch your thing into the spotlight, do it with Shopify, the e-commerce platform backing millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Go on, try Spotify for free and start selling anywhere. So go now, sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash dnd, all in lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dnd to start selling today online. Shopify.com slash dnd. Now let's get back to the show. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Cole. As a leading functional medicine practitioner, I have had the unique position to see so many alchemize their pain and health problems to their purpose. Now I want the same for you. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers, where there is a fresh infusion of grace and lightness into wellness. This is the art of being well. Join me every Thursday for a new episode. The area I've grown most in this year is really my personal life with the kids, with Sergio, because we've been through hell and back to get where we were, where we are. And I think that that's something that a lot of you guys maybe haven't seen because Instagram makes things look so easy. And and not only that, for like my, me being able to work with Sergio every day as well. Like, you know, you've got to remember. So, I mean, I I get these all the time. Sergio does nothing. Sergio's a freeloader. I mean, first of all, anyone that knows me, I would never be with somebody that just freeloads off me all the time. I just couldn't. And nor would he. You know, you don't get to be a soccer player for as long as he was and get up and focus and get to, a t- you know, to the teams he was in without having drive and ambition. He's on the golf course now at 7 a.m. playing for a charity tournament. As well. Like he is so focused at what he does. He gets up and he works in whatever field he does. Sergio has a master's and a degree, which I do not, in business and marketing. So he is actually taken over my whole other side of my business, which is amazing. And it's great because we do bounce off each other. Nobody loves me like Sergio does. Nobody sees me or wants the best for me like Sergio does. Not only does he do that, but he's also in lots of other businesses that he does on the side, which is nobody's business but his, but he contributes very much to my life. And it's been amazing, actually. We are building the house together. I'm so proud of him. And you have to remember, as everyone sort of kicks him, that he is doing this with a 46-year-old established woman. He's 28. Everything that Sergio does, I am more than grateful for. More than grateful for. And I don't need a billionaire. If I wanted one, I'd have gone found him. And I, I live in a city with a hell of a lot of rich men and a hell of a lot of unhappy women. So I'm a very happy woman with a man doing very well for himself. I don't need him to take care of my children. They have a father. I don't know how to reiterate this more. I need him to take care of him, which he does very well. And me. So I'm super happy. And that has, my relationship with him has made me grow a lot. Because 
We are together 24 seven. And I never imagined that would be possible because in my last marriage, we were like ships in the night. And that was my doing probably more than at gems, to be fair. And I, I liked it that way. So this has gone at the beginning. I found it difficult to adjust. And now I'm, I've actually see the good in it because as he rightly says in a town that's so easily swayed and people are so unhappy and want to see your other good things, unhappy people, unhappy, you know, it's very easy to be led astray by people. It's very easy to, he could go out with the boys and, you know, be hit on by 10 gorgeous 22 year olds in about 32 minutes, especially being with someone like me. I made him even more attractive to women, like older women love him. Younger women love him. Everybody loves him because he's just such a lovely, sweet, kind human being. He really is. He hasn't got a bad bone in his body anyway. You know, so I think my relationship with him has just made me grow and grow and grow because, you know, I have to fit time for him. I have to fit time with him, with the kids. Watching him with the kids has made made it grow. We get one week on, one week off. Again, I really do get time to nourish this relationship with him. And that's why I do panic about sometimes having a baby with him too, because it is such a wonderful relationship, just us. You know, I do get this amazing, we have an incredible sort of relationship where we're best friends, but we also have this unbelievable sex life which is so important to us. And it just gets better and better and better as we go along because we know each other more and more and more, which is like something that is, you know, neither of us want to give up because we just have so much fun. So yeah, he's probably where I've grown the most. And also, you know, watching my relationship with my kids unfold with him because the kids are so happy. Now I know I don't bring my kids into my life very much on the social media and all of this, but it's truly their choice. I have an amazing relationship with my children. I would like, we have so much love, but this world isn't for them. And I understand that. My biggest surprise of 2022, I guess was like winning my court case and buying my house, like from going from rock bottom, I guess, to where I thought, you know, like the world was over to buying a home and building it from scratch and seeing every single thing in there we have chosen. We absolutely love this house. We're so excited. And to see the people that have helped us pull it together and to see the love around us and how much enjoyment, how many people wanted to get involved and sort of make this beautiful house with us. And it's just been so exciting. So I think that really the home of just like everything. I don't really know how to explain it other than we just love it. And it's just been a surprise to us how this journey has bonded all of us as a family. My kids are so excited, so, so excited to have their own bedrooms that they've designed finally here. And really to know that Dubai is our home and we're not leaving anytime soon. Life hacks that we may have discovered along the way. I think really it's just to remain true to yourself. If you remain true to yourself, everything becomes simple. The moment you try to turn yourself into something you're not, everything gets blocked. And it's really hard not to do because I like to, you know, I have so many things on the go. And, you know, there are a lot of projects that Sergio and I don't tell you about because I don't want to jinx them. And, you know, a lot of things that we have worked years on that just didn't come to fruition. 
like I remember telling you guys about a hotel that we were building. I mean, I don't know if I did or not. But anyway, we went all the way. We've designed it. We'd got everything. We raised the money. And then the land got taken from us. We had all of it. So that took us two years. And instead of getting bitter about it and watching, and we've watched other people, by the way, in the meantime, find the land and do it themselves. You know, it does, it does kick. And you're like, oh my God, we had it all there and we've got all the right components and it just didn't work. And we realized that maybe it was the wrong place or maybe it wasn't the right time. There's a reason for these things, okay? It's not because you're you know, failure is a part of life and it's how you pick yourself up. And none of you would ever know that this was happening to us. You know, Sergio has got so far down many businesses that didn't work for him, but he comes out shining in, you know, with a new idea. And that's what I love about him. He doesn't sit down and cry. I don't sit down and cry. We get back up and we go, okay, this wasn't meant for us. The next one will be. So I think there is so much that you don't see behind the scenes and you'll see it on, you know, you'll see it come to fruition when it's time to, I think one of the, you know, the greatest, oh, surprises for us, actually, I forgot to say, was my shoe line as well, just getting into so many stores. That was also something that, you know, again, I wasn't expecting and that just flow, flew into my life. And it's been such a great journey. And I think just relaxing into life and letting it unfold the way it's meant to and not pushing you can't push people to like you. You can't push things to happen for you. You can't push the world to go the way you want it. And I think that's it. I've begun to understand that life is written before us and that the doors that will open are always going to open for us. And that is probably the most essential life hack I can give you. Stop forcing life. It's taken me 46 years to learn that lesson, where Sergio seems to be learning it at 28. You know, he reminded me that when he got to the, you know, the first team, although benched at Real Madrid, you know, he was pushing, pushing because he obviously wanted to play. And that's why in the end, you know, he sort of had an ego attack and left. But he was forcing a situation he couldn't force. And he realizes now that, you know, he just has to let go and understand you know, he always says that he was meant to be here with me, that, you know, this situation unfolded for him. If he'd got to the first team and he'd taken over and he would played properly there and he'd got to wherever it was in America, that he would never have met me. This door would never be open. He'd never be on TV. He'd never be with me and my family. He'd never have the life that we have and that he loves this life so much that it was written that he was meant to be with me. And I love that. I love that he's so sure of it. Like he was so sure when I wasn't sure about our relationship. So I really believe that the biggest life hack is just to let go. Life is a roller coaster. You're not going to enjoy all of it. You've just got to get in, strap yourself down and let yourself go. Scream along the way and go, holy shit, this is the thing called life. And that's all I do hold on for dear life. And I don't know where I'm ending. All that I know is that in this last two years, I managed to get married, win my court case, you know, rebuild my, my company, my, my life, get back on TV, rebuild my life from where I was literally, you know, could have gone bankrupt from this court case, build a house, own a house with the love of my life and build a beautiful family with him and a beautiful family life that I'm so proud of. And I think all of you are too, because you keep watching and telling us how much you love us as a couple. So I really hope that we get the, your support 
for the rest of the years to come because, you know, I hope that Sergio and I are here for quite a long time. Do we argue? Of course we argue, but it's never that serious. We fight hard. We love hard. We have a lot of passion in our relationship. Are there ups and downs of being with a 28-year-old when you're 46? A hundred percent. Do I feel like it's mother all the time? But that's what's also so funny about us. You know, we don't take ourselves seriously. Life isn't to be taken seriously. And I think that's what we're teaching you. Stop playing by the rules. Happy Christmas, everyone. Happy New Year. I hope you've had a wonderful year. I hope you can recap the end of your year and look back and go, "What? wow. Because, I mean, just as I'm telling you all this, I can't really believe we've done all this. I send you lots of love from Dubai, from me and Sergio, and thank you for listening to Divorce Not Dead. Thank you for listening to Divorce Not Dead. Tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at, at Caroline Stanbury for all the behind-the-scene action. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.